Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Chicago Bulls get a tough OT victory against the Toronto Raptors, one in which it needed late-game heroics from DeMar DeRozan just to push the team into OT. Alex Caruso ends up sealing the game on a game-winning three after the assist from uh, from Zach Levine. We're going to talk about it, break it all down, have some fun like only we can do after a game like this. And you know what that means. We're playing the winning intro. Let's go ahead and get into it. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. Chicago Bulls get a much-needed victory in Game 2 against the Toronto Raptors. The Chicago Bulls showing heart that they did not show in Game 1 to even get to this point of the victory. This was a game of runs. The Chicago Bulls going on a 20-0 run in in the first half, then come out the second half, I mean, well, in the the first quarter, then in the second quarter going a 14-0 run, allow for a 9-0 run to end that second half. Toronto Raptors come back in the second half, take a big-time victory. The Chicago Bulls battle their way back in this game. Big shots from DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan having three different opportunities to close this game out. Didn't get, get, didn't get it done, but does push the, the, the game into overtime. It comes down to it. A big shot from Alice Caruso after he forces the steal. Zach Levine catches him on the other side of the ball for the Chicago Bulls to get the victory, their first victory of the season, uh, outscoring the Toronto Raptors 11-10 in the overtime period to seal the game. DeMar DeRozan in this game, 11-22 of 22 from the field, 33 points uh, in this game, two steals, right, that we all needed, four rebounds uh, from DeMar DeRozan in this game. Also, Kobe White with 17 points in this game, but the star of this game, the guy that we got to talk about, is not a big night on the stat sheet, Alice Caruso, the highest plus minus on the team of plus 29 for 13 points, 13 rebounds, two assists, five fouls. We ain't going to talk about that. Uh, and to, to seal this victory, and this was a game, like I said, of runs, but it was also a game that shows the importance of role players for the Chicago Bulls. For all the people who have been saying where the Bulls went out, they signed two non-starters to help push this team. Torrey Craig extremely showing his importance in this game, albeit only scoring seven points in the game, but every one of them was needed, making all the 50-50 balls, just out there performing and 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 helping this team win. But I don't also want to overlook, uh, I would assume it plays 11 minutes in this game, solid 11 minutes, didn't really play much in the back half of this game as this, as this team was trying to push forward. Patrick Williams and uh, Zach Levine, terrible nights from both of them. Pat was one of five from the field, 13 minutes, basically didn't play all of the second half. Hey, that's on Pat. Uh, uh, and Patrick Williams, I think you can say he probably lost his starting position yet again in this game. Uh, Zach Levine does play 38 minutes. He only makes three shots on the night, eight points, five assists. I'm mean, sorry, five rebounds, one assist. But that one assist being the game-winning assist that helped seal this victory. This was a game that the Chicago Bulls needed. This was a game against an opponent that has always given the Chicago Bulls fits. And this was a win that the home crowd deserved to see on their home court to help seal it. 
This is what now I'm not going to act like this is any type of jumping off point point for the Chicago Bulls. They shot the ball 37 percent from the field, 20 percent from three point range in this game, taking 39 three pointers. They did get 52 re uh, rebounds in this game to the Toronto Raptors, 53 and 15 offensive rebounds. Again, that's solid numbers from the Chicago Bulls in this game. So. I, like I said, the Bulls' defense specifically stands out big time in this game. The Bulls get 23 points off turnovers in this game, 24 second-chance points, whereas the Toronto Raptors only have 16 points off turnovers and 10 second-chance points. That is a big part of what made this team, this uh, uh, the difference in the game for the Chicago Bulls was second-chance points and points off turnovers. The Bulls were able to capitalize off that and allow them to stay in this game enough to eventually take over um, the, the lead. Turnovers by the Chicago Bulls, a lot of turnovers, 16 turnovers from the Chicago Bulls in this game, whereas the Toronto Raptors had 21. But again, we know that that's something we're looking at as well. And while the Chicago Bulls technically had less personal fouls um, than the Toronto Raptors, it didn't feel like that. If you watch this game, it felt like the Bulls were getting called for just breathing on Toronto Raptors players, but we were able to persevere through that as well. Uh, with that being said, listen, this was a game. You had to be there to see this game. This was a game. And listen, uh, shout out to, to C-Dub and Bobby over there, the Shy Bulls podcast. Kev apparently mistakenly ended their live call. I came live over here uh, during the overtime period. But listen, this was just different. This was different. And it's good to see the team get this type of win because, listen, I needed to see it. I'm sure a lot of Bulls fans needed to see it. Was it a perfect night? No, not by any stretch of the imagination for the Bulls. And there's still big signs of concern from this team. I do not want to overlook it. There are big concerns with the way that this team has performed and shot the ball that I don't think is just going to go away. But again, we got the victory, and that was the perfect thing. That was the perfect thing. Um, but yeah, man, let's go ahead and get into some of these comments, man. Uh, Hokage says... Um, Hayes looked down, looked back up, and seen greatness. Bro, I literally looked down because I was I was changing the title of the stream, and I looked back up, and I saw them running, and I saw the score, and I was like, wait a second, wait a second, whoa, and yeah, caught it, man. It's crazy, man. I was glad to see it, glad to see it. Uh, Najaro says, hey, we're a 500 team. Listen, it's early in the season. Teams are either going to be 100 or 500 a lot. We ain't even finished shit on that, bro. It ain't even is. It ain't even what it is, bro. We're not doing that right now. Uh, JS Timey says, man, my heart sunk in the third quarter when the Bulls started to look like they quit again. But DeMar's willpower could not be denied tonight. Absolutely, bro. 100% with you. Uh, let's see. Fading to Oblivion says, Captain Caruso. Shout out to Alex Caruso in this game, man. Shout out to Alex Caruso. PBN Pat says, uh, Alex, MF, and Caruso. Definitely, bro. My dad in the building. Shout out to my dad. Says, damn, what a game. AC was game MVP. Absolutely. Highest plus minus of any, uh, I think, any player on the court. Overall, yeah, plus 29. The highest player on the Toronto Raptors was plus 28. And this is the difference between how their their core three players played. OG Inobi, Scotty Barnes, and Jakob Poto, who I guess you wouldn't count as part of their big three, all plus minuses over 15. When you add in uh, Boucher coming off the bench, he had a plus 22. Our starting lineup, no player in our starting lineup had a positive plus minus at all. Vooch and DeMar were zero, so they were they were zero, but no, no positive plus minus all coming off our bench. And then more uh, coming in our starting lineup. Then off the bench, you got Alex Caruso with plus 29 and Al and Io DeSumo with plus 10 leading the Chicago Bulls in box plus minus. So crazy to see there. 
Uh, let's see what else we got. Hamid says, uh, hot damn, one of the craziest, frustrating, fun win. Absolutely, bro. This is one of those wins where you're like, it, you won the game, but you went through all the emotions as if we lost the game, right? So it's it, it really is a conflicting feeling because, uh, like I said, we went through every single emotion as if the game was a loss. You guys saw the original title for those that were in here. I had it as the Bulls losing this game, and then they end up coming back. So, like, it went through all types of emotions going through this game, and I'm just glad that the Bulls were able to pull it out. And, um, yeah, we, we needed this victory. That's just what it comes down to. We needed this victory, man. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Austin G says, this team give me high blood pressure, and it's only the second game of the season. Yeah, man, I I, I damn near lost. If you guys were on that, I got to pull that for a clip. Anybody who's in here who got any type of editing power, pull my reaction when Alice Caruso hit that game-winning three. Pull it, because I got to post that everywhere, because I don't do live calls often. And that, man, that was... Ooh, there's no fucking way, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh, AC, baby, Hayes, how you like us bald white bastards now? I like AC. I still don't like you, Tony. I still don't know. I'm just playing, Tony. You know you my guy. Uh, that's how you show effing heart. Uh, baby, this is what I'm talking about. I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, I mean, listen, this team definitely showed enough heart to get back in this game where it could have been over with. Man, that was a great game. I hate the most exciting uh, games are the close ones. Cardiac Bulls had me jumping. Hey, I'm right there with you, uh, Bathor Payne. I'm right there with you, bro. That was this was one of those games where it literally, like I said, you went through every emotion, every single emotion, man. It's crazy. Shout out to the super chat from Bathor as well. We appreciate you supporting the channel, my brother. As you can tell, almost I'm my voice is now gone. And I got a game to call tomorrow as well. Cause we're we're back live tomorrow. The Bulls play again tomorrow. So crazy. Um this game made Lonzo stand. I mean, Lonzo stands up anyway, especially when he's proving Stephen A. Smith wrong. So, uh, Carlos says, craziest game I've ever watched. Oh, bro, you must be young because this ain't even the, this ain't even probably the top ten craziest games I've seen uh, for this version of this Bulls team. Absolutely though, never uh, say die. Got to uh, keep fighting. Alice Caruso with the dagger three. I told you the Chicago Bulls was going to win tonight from Young Black Wall Street. Shout out to you, bro. I'm glad we got this victory. Uh, let's see. Uh, Zach Levine played 38 minutes. Yeah, this is the thing, right? And uh, we we have a victory, and I don't want to take away from the excitement of the victory, but seriously, they showed uh, Zach Levine with, like, the wrap around his back and stuff and him on the sideline. If Zach is not fully healthy, he just needs to sit down. I get it to wanting to be out there with the team, and I commend it. But one thing that we've seen from Zach Levine over the years, if Zach isn't 100%, he doesn't play well. It just is what it is, and that's not a slight. Um, but if Zach is having issues with his back or whatever it, it is, he has to go ahead and sit a game or two. I get it. It's the start of the season. I understand that. But Zach Levine is not a player that plays well through through pain. He just doesn't. It just is what it is. He just does not play well through pain, man. Um, let's see what we got here. Zach sold his talents to the moon stars. No, I mean, like I said, if he's, if he's playing hurt, it kind of makes sense. It definitely kind of makes sense. Jack Holland says, Tory Craig is a factor. Love the acquisition. Cardi needs to step up a little, but Hey, one uh, for two 50, 50 can't hate those odds on two signings and one being an impact for us. Well, the season isn't over with yet. I do think that Javon would probably be a little bit better for us if he was starting just with his ability to shoot the ball, but it is what it is, man. Um, let's see. Damn, I was on the edge of my seat. Thank you, Damar and Caruso. Absolutely on that one, man. That's crazy. Crazy victory by the Bulls, man. We needed it. Maddie, legend in the building, says, yo, Bulls win. Yes, Bulls get the dub. We needed that dub. And let's let's hope that they, they use this to build some confidence on before the game tomorrow. The Bulls are back at it, right back at it tomorrow. So 
you know, it, it don't stop. You know, they get they have a back-to-back early. We go to Detroit, which isn't a long trip for the Chicago Bulls. They're actually probably going to be getting on the plane tonight, I would guess. They're probably going to, you know, leave the locker room, get right on the plane, head to Detroit, uh, rest a little bit, get get shoot around in the morning, and then uh, get ready for game time. But we play Detroit tomorrow, another young, scrappy team. I don't know Detroit's record on the season quite yet. Uh, let me take a look at it. Detroit's 1-1 one one on the season, so both teams going in 500. One team's going to come out of it uh, above 500. So uh, there it goes. Um, DeMar got that dog in him, blew the free throw, but he ripped uh, up a towel and went hard as hell. Listen, DeMar, he missed the free throw that would have been the game-tying one initially, right? And then he gets the the opportunity for three th- uh, free throws that would have, again, tied the game. He misses one, gets the lane violation, and then I don't even remember how we got the game tied after that. Like, I don't – it's all a blur. It is literally all a blur. It's crazy. But, hey, thank God for this team, man, winning this game. So, um, Mike A. Jones says, nice showing at the end there. I love DeMar. Got in their ass on the bench. Uh, pause. But P. Will definitely lost his starting job, bro. It's Tory Craig time. Listen, I'm I'm, I'm I'm right there with you. I would not be surprised at all if Tory Craig starts tomorrow. Nice to have you back, Hayes. This is from Sean Garrett. Why is my camera doing that? Come on, focus. I'm right here. Uh, man, this would have been a great weekend for you to come to L.A. to see your family and go to the Bears Charger game. I already see a lot of Bears fans here. I mean, listen, um, I, it, the tickets are expensive out there. I doubt if I will ever go to L.A. I will go there to see my family. Family doesn't live in L.A. It's outside of L.A., but um, not probably not going to be going to a game while I'm there. Those tickets are ridiculous. Ridiculous, redonkulous, to be quite honest with you. Um, people didn't see the floor again, should be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Listen. This is and this is just real talk. This is all performance based. This isn't anything against P. Will. This isn't, you know, to be like some Bulls fans are like, let's go ahead and trade P. Will. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying that P. Will has to come with it, and he didn't. Tory Craig outplayed him today. And because of that, he set his ass down in the second half of the game. Uh, shout out to Flipside23 for the super chat. Thank you for supporting the channel. What up, Hayes and Bulls Nation? Daps all around. Caruso for a bruising. Cruising for a bruising. That's crazy, bro. That's hey, listen, shout out to the hashtag. Y'all go get that trended, man. Uh, Pat really gonna ask for 200 million still. He better the hell not. Patrick Williams would at this point be lucky to get 50 million over five years. I'm just I, listen, it Pat, Pat, you can't keep questioning the guy's motor and their ability to go and execute. You just can't. Flip side 23, you can't be leaving comments here and in CHGO. I'm seeing you, bro. Like, can't yeah, listen. Listen, pick a side. No, I'll just play with you. know, those are my guys over there. Uh, Robert says, uh, love the reaction. Same as me at home watching the game. Listen, I, this is why I don't do live calls. I, I, I People have asked me. I respect people who have that skill set. Live calls are not my skill set because I don't – I can call a game. I can easily call a game, but I'm too emotionally invested. The only way that I can live call a game is if it's, if it's for a team I'm not emotionally invested in. That's the only way. For teams that I actually care about and I'm invested in, there's no way I can live call those games. I'm just, I'm too much of a of a diehard, bro. I, I go crazy over it. So, um, damned if you do and if you don't, DeMar DeRozan and Alex Cruz are going to get that dog, got that dog in them Bulls Nation. Listen, I tell you what, uh, this is a game where DeMar DeRozan probably looks at AK and Eversley and say, hey, y'all remember how we're far apart on money's, money in years? How you feeling now? Um but, yeah, uh, had me going crazy. DeMar and Caruso was doing anything and everything they could do to get the win. Yeah, they, and listen, you and you need that some nights. You need that for sure. 
Uh, let's see what we got. Why did Billy keep Zach in that long? I don't know. I said it during the end part when I was uh, calling the game that I would have had Tory Craig out there. Like, I understand why he had Caruso. I understand why Kobe was out there. I understand why DeMar was out there. I understand why Vooch was out there. To me, with the way that Zach performed in this game, Tory Craig should have been in there instead of Zach Levine. Now, again, Zach did make the game-winning assist, and I will give Zach credit for that because I'm, I'm going to be honest. Two, three years ago, Zach would have tried to force that layup. Even with the game that he had, Zach would have tried to force that layup. Zach having the awareness to draw the defense in and pass it out to Alice Caruso, that is a step in the right direction for Zach Levine's basketball IQ. I got to give him credit for that. I know people are going to be like, how can you give Zach credit? He played so terribly because I'm telling you, two years ago, Zach Levine would have tried to lay that ball in even with two defenders around him. He probably would have missed it. And then we would have been talking about how he missed Alice Caruso wide open in the corner. And you got search your feelings. You know it's true. Shout out to my Star Wars fans. That I, I can I'd be willing to take that to the grave. That two years ago Zach Levine would have tried to lay that ball up and either would have turned it over, missed the shot, whatever it is, and probably would have not gotten to the free throw line because Zach's never been amazing at drawing free at fouls and getting to the free throw line. And we probably would have lost that game. So I want to give Zach Levine his credit for passing up, passing that ball to Alice Caruso and even seeing him because we know Zach Levine's basketball IQ isn't the best. Zay Over says, I'm not going to hold you. I turned the game off. Then I asked my iPhone what the score it was. And over time, I was shocked. I really thought we lost. Hey, listen, I, if you would have saw the original title to the stream, I thought we were going to lose this game as well, bro. So, um, but yeah. Let's see what else we got. Uh, Shay says, Hayes, I think Zach Levine got back spasms or something. Yeah, they were talking about that. Stacey King was talking about that. And if that's, if that's the truth, just... Just let let just let him sit, bro. Let him sit a game. It's early in the season. Seriously, let him sit. Let him sit because Zach isn't performing right now with that. Scotty did play very smart towards the end. Hard fouls for no reason. But, hey, we will take it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, listen, Scotty Barnes made mistakes, but he also made a lot of big shots that kept his team in the game. Uh, I don't uh, put that all on Zach, though, Hayes. If you see him, he's not himself. You got to sit him for a while if he ain't held. That's what I said at the start of the stream, Vern. I don't know if you were in here or not. But I said that if Zach Levine is truly like the back spasms, whatever it is, if it's bothering him that much, I get it. It's the start of the season. I get it. He probably doesn't want to sit with the stigma around him and not being healthy early, but you got to sit him. To me, you got to sit him because Zach Levine has never been a player that has played very well through injury or, or even being hurt. Uh, for crying out loud, people, it's only two games. Don't get your panties in a bunch just yet. Uh, the people that you are knocking right now will come around. Let's hope so, right? Because, I mean, there's still more than enough time. Um, let's see. Opinion on how Bulls offense should be. Ball movement, hunt advantage matchup, hunt, hunt advantage matchups. We have three elite scores, and Kobe and Williams are decent enough. I mean, listen, the problem with the Chicago Bulls offense is that players don't move without the ball. That's the biggest problem with the Chicago Bulls offense. If we had consistent movement without the ball, off the ball movement, we would get way easier shots more consistently. Like, and that's one of the things that I I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see what else we got. Keith Don't Miss says, let's go. Absolutely. P-Kid in the building. Shout out to P-Kid in the building. Y'all make sure y'all go and check him out in his channel. He is killing it over there. Appreciate you for stopping through, my guy. Uh, P-Kid says, yeah, them tickets not worth it out there at all, bro. Like, I'm sorry. Tickets in L.A. are not worth it for almost any sporting event. It, it's, it's just not. It's not. P-Kid also chips in. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, 
Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Uh, P. Will is a four-year, $60 million. Yeah, listen, I'd be comfortable playing P. Will that. For, for what he's still able to, uh, you know, potential and stuff in it, I'd be willing to pay him that. But, yeah, man, it, it is what it is. Uh, bro, y'all really shitting on Zach in the chat when that man was clearly hobbling with a bad back. You can't even uh, elevate with a fucked up back. Chill the, hell, chill the fuck out. Agreed, right? Like, and that's the thing. That's why I say that Zach needs to sit. Like, seriously, I, I commend a player trying to play through injury. Do not get me wrong. This is not the shit on Zach for trying to play through injury because I respect it because a lot of players wouldn't, especially in this day and age, right? But I think that if, if it's bothering Zach that much, go ahead and sit a couple of games, bro, especially on a back-to-back. We play, the, we play the damn Pistons tomorrow, and then we turn around and play Monday, I believe. So I wouldn't mind him sitting against the Pistons, right? It's a young team. We're supposed to be better than them. We face the Indiana Pacers on Monday. That's a team that we absolutely, especially with Ben Matherin and Tyrese Halliburton, I'd rather see Zach Levine sit out Saturday's game and, and let Caruso start in there or whatever, and then let's ride it out that way. So that that would be my opinion. D-Dub says, uh, Hayes, as much as I would like to see us move on from ISO ball with DeMar, it's clear to see that we need him. Well, the thing is, and I've always said this, right? And I've been saying this if you guys have been in here for a while, like ISO ball is never going to go completely away. It's part of the game of basketball. That just is what it is. ISO, isolation basketball is part of the game of basketball. The thing is, is, is learn when to use it. ISO ball should not be your offense. It should be part of your offense. Where it's hurt the Bulls at the last two years is that it's been the offense. It's isolation ball. When you have a player like DeMar, especially when you just need a bucket, in times like this, isolation ball needs to be relied on heavily. So again, isolation ball should be part of your offense. It should not be the offense. And that's where the bulls need to learn to differentiate at. That's my opinion on it, at least. So, uh, what happens, uh, tonight? I thought the game was over, was, uh, over the fourth quarter. The bulls showed heart and DeMar DeRozan was demarvelous yet again to help the bulls get even get into overtime. So it is what it is. Um, let's see. You think start Craig and have Patrick on the bench? Yes. Yes, I think I think that that's probably what needs to happen at this point in time. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, real ones join the live stream when Hayes thought we lost. Hey, bro, like yeah, for the, I know who the, I know who the real ones are because if you were in the chat when the uh, when the title said the Bulls lost, then you a real one. That's all I can say on that one. You a real one. Um, because yeah, yeah, we uh, we had a moment there. We definitely have a moment there. 
Thank you, no off-ball movement. That's the biggest thing. It's the no off-ball movement. This offense would look completely different. Completely different. I mean, I'm talking about head and shoulders different if we just added in off-ball movement. That's it. That's it. That's I, and I don't understand why it's so hard for this team to do. Like you, like just move without the. And that goes back to Billy Donovan's coaching. Am I putting it all on on Billy Donovan? No, I'm not saying that. But I am saying that you have, like, as a coach. And I said this during the, um, I said this uh during the off season. Billy Donovan should be stopping, and I mean stopping dead in its tracks, stopping the, the practice if a player is not moving without the ball. He should stop it and ask them. And I mean in front of everybody, say, what are you doing? Why weren't you moving? Tell me what you thought you were doing to help us score a basket when you're not moving. I, that's what I would do as a coach. Again, that's probably why I would never be a head coach because I believe in embarrassment as a motivation factor. I'm sorry. If we were in practice and I saw P-Will, uh, 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 Javon Carter, anybody, it doesn't, it's not just about P-Will, anybody. If I, would, if I saw anybody not moving without the ball, I would literally stop practice and ask them, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? I need to know what you're doing. And so – you know, we don't have that from Billy. Billy's the guy who relies on his stars and let his let his players kind of do what they want to do. And, and, and that's not going to lead to changing, right? We know we're trying to evolve this offense. We know we're trying to adapt, but it's just not, it's not going to go that place if we don't, if we don't uh, really get, get that off ball movement and make that a consistent part of the Chicago Bulls offense. Caruso is my daddy. In the, that's funny. Shout out to BKR Sport. Uh, Master TV says you guys cheated. Um, okay, well, hey, it is what it is. Eat that loss, then. Um, Zach dishing out to Caruso for that OT three point was marvelous. Yeah, that's why I say I also got to give credit to Zach for that because two years ago Zach would have tried to lay that ball up and we would have lost the game. That's it. Period. Let's see. I got your reaction, Hayes. Where do you want me to send it? Uh, BullCentralPod at gmail.com. It's also in the description. Uh, the email in the description. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Thank you for that, brother. Um, somebody also posted it on Twitter, which I uh, retweeted. Hayes, the Bulls had a problem with switching Kobe White on defense. Uh, listen, I think Kobe did a, a, a more than positive job on defense more times than not. But it is when you, especially Scotty Barnes. Kobe White getting switched on Scotty Barnes is a problem. It's definitely a problem. So, um, yeah, you, you, I mean, that's just, you're going to have mismatches. There's no way, there's no way to avoid mismatches in basketball. I get you, Hayes, but most coaches, uh, tied to their certain scheme. No, most coaches aren't. I'm sorry. Not, not, not good to great coaches. They're not. Pe pe most coaches know how to adapt their scheme to the roster that they have. I will say that. Look at the great, the, the, the like I said, good to great coaches. Eric Spolster doesn't run the same scheme with every version of that team he has. Greg Popovich definitely doesn't run the same scheme regardless of it, right? These are great coaches in the NFL. My, Mike Dango, who's a damn good coach, who, who's a protege of Billy Donovan, is an excellent offensive head coach, and he modifies his offense every single year, not only to the players that he has, but what he notices teams did to find success against them last season so I, I get what you're saying but I don't feel that but again that's why Billy Donovan is a okay head coach but he's not a great head coach and he's probably not the right head coach for this team because you got to be able to adapt your system you have to be able to period let's see what else I, I commend Zach uh, so much for playing through back spasms and being able to get up and transition as hard as fuck to do yeah that's why I say right I'm not trying to shit on him I'm not trying to shit on him I, I commend him for playing through back spasms. Listen, 
I have trouble sitting here talking to you guys when I have back spasms, which happened late part last season. I never complained about it. Late last season, I literally, by that second playing game, I was actually happy the season ended because I was having back spasms so bad towards the end of the season that sitting here, I'm sitting on my ass talking shit, right? I can't imagine playing a, a, a sport with back spasm. I just can't. So I commend Zach for that. But I really do think this is when the front office or whoever has to step in to say, Zach, listen, we're playing the second of a back-to-back tomorrow. It's against the Detroit Pistons. We should have enough to beat the Detroit Pistons without you. We need you against the Indiana Pacers. Go ahead and rest that back, young fella. Oh, that sounded like something Dwight Howard may say. We got to pause on that one. We got to pause on that one because that was, that was a little rough there. I'm not going to lie to you. That was a... That was a little bit rough of a saying. We got we got to pause on that one. Pause on that one. Um, go ahead and rest, young fella. We need you against the Indiana Pacers. We ain't going to say rest that back. That sounds like some Dwight Howard stuff. We're not going to get into that. Um, let's see. Uh, Todd, I always miss. It's, it's Hill. Can you please phonetically spell your name for me? Because you've been in this chat for at least a year. I think longer than that. I want to be able to pronounce your first name right. Phonetically spell it for me down in there so I can I can get it. Says, yo, hey, he's long time. Unrelated to Bulls. What did you think of Scotty Barnes tonight? As a guy, a lot of people tried to write off last season. I know it's only one game, but he looks real good. Yeah, Barnes looks good. And he looks he was he was making decisions out there. I love how he took advantage of the mismatch uh when Kobe White was on him. Uh and that shows a level of, of intelligence growing in him. So yeah, listen, and this is why you can't write off players. I know a lot of people are like, Scotty Barnes didn't make the leap. This is who he is. This is why you can't do that with players and don't do it with our own players. So, you know, that's kind of my thought process on that. My big brother, Spicy Butter, says the adversity last game gave our guys some fight. I agree with you, bro. Definitely agree with you on that. Uh, also, Rick Carlisle's Rick Carlisle's another great one who, uh, who makes adjustments on both offense and defense. Rick Carlisle's pretty good at at doing that. Absolutely, absolutely. Hayes love talking about Dwight Howard and men's gums in their mouth. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, all right. Well, hold on there. Uh, OTR says, imagine if we could trade P. Will for Azure Thompson. That's a trade I would legit make. That don't move me, bro. I'm not even going to lie to you. That don't do nothing for me. Don't do nothing for me. The lob mob in the building says, Tory Craig needs to be starting, period. The warmth of the bench suits P. Will. That's crazy. I, I mean, but listen, like I said, I don't disagree. Like, at the end of the day, I'm all about who's bringing the energy. What did I say after at, at the halftime hangout? The thing about Tory Craig is, is that Tory Craig is always active, always doing something, right? Help defense, right? Uh, weak side defense, right? Even when his shot isn't falling, Tory Craig is or block shots. He's always doing something to where his presence is felt. P. Will hasn't got to that point yet. Sometimes P. Will's out there and you don't even know he's out there. And again, this is not to say that he hasn't had obstacles in his way and his development may not have been further had he been more prioritized on the team. I'm not saying any of that. But right now, if this team is trying to win now, Tory Craig right now is bringing more consistency. That's what it is. And, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is there. Let's see. Yo, Hayes, I know we got the win and he ain't going nowhere, but would you personally fire BD after the game he called tonight? Your thoughts? No, I mean, listen, to me, firing a head coach two games into the season would be asinine. Um, and that and that's because you bet you 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 thought enough to bring him into the season to be the head coach. To me, no coach should be fired in the NBA before 30 games. Now, 30 games in, let's say the Bulls are 10 and 20, fires ass. But after two games, regardless of the start, even if the Bulls did start 0-2, hell, even if the Bulls did start 0-3, to me, you don't make that type of change. You bet on this coach to come in, whether you should have or not. 
and I think every coach should get 30, 35 games before you fire him because we've seen teams turn it around, right? We've seen teams do that. So, you know, I, I again, I'm not a Billy Donovan guy. You guys know I don't care about Billy Donovan. I wouldn't care if the Bulls came out and got him from the plane before they flew to Detroit and said, hey, man, give me your badge. I wouldn't give a shit. But, I mean, just realistically, try to be fair in that Billy Donovan isn't the biggest problem on the team. He's a problem, and he's a big one. He's not the biggest problem. There's a couple of different things going on. So, uh, let's see. What else we got here? BKR Sports says, I would trade Patrick Williams for a double dip Portillo's Italian beef with free Biggie Bagel card. Hey, that's funny. That's funny. Not double dipped. Hey, man, double dipped is wild, bro. Just dipped once. I don't need it double dipped. Um, the Law Mob, that's an interesting take on the bench being warm. Uh, place for P-Will. Maybe we can send P-Will to... I'm, whoa, that's why you got to pre-read some of these comments, man. Black Prophet is tripping. Um, uh, really loving Kobe White as the full starter now. Also, Torrey Craig, whether he starts or comes off the bench, his minutes also need to be useful. This was such an underrated pickup. Yeah, and this is why I was telling people, like, I get it, especially the more casual fans. It's all about names, right? Sometimes it isn't about that. It's about fit. It's about bringing something and an edge that your team doesn't have, and Torrey Craig brings that. Javon Carter... I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm 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 kind of I'm a little bit whelmed with Javon Carter. Not not overwhelmed, not underwhelmed, but I really did think Javon Carter was gonna bring a little bit more uh, to the Chicago Bulls. Uh, but again, I also thought he probably would would have been starting. So maybe that's playing a part into it. Um, but yeah, you know, it it is. I think I think Javon Carter will will come around as the season goes on. So. Um, hey, hey, since I was suggesting talking about Zach Levine's slump start of the season video tomorrow, how about how, but now since you confirmed he's hurt, can you do a video about Patrick Williams? Listen, you know, I don't do video requests. Plus, tomorrow's Saturday, it's the mailbag episode. Um, I'll probably touch on it, right? Because I'll, I'll be talking about this game a little bit and I'll be talk, previewing the game tomorrow against the, um, who do we play tomorrow against the Detroit Pistons. So I'll probably touch on it. A whole dedicated video dedicated to it? No, but you'll probably get. That topic in the video. Um, hey, is your voice is sounding better? Almost as good as my idol art. <sighs> I don't know what I'm going to do with you, TBO, bro. I don't know what I'm going to do with you, bro. Spicy Butter says, I do have a problem with Billy Donovan's rotation. Uh, he took out the hot hand again. I just wanted him to continue rolling with them. LOL, I almost said riding with them, but that's super Dwight, <laughs> Dwight moment. That is, is that what we're trying? Is that what this season is going to be? Is a Dwight moment? Is that what that's what we're going to do? Uh, that's funny. Uh, man, when I first had Portillo's, the internet told me it was double dipped or nothing. That shit was so wet. <laughs> I thought it was James Harden in the strip club. <laughs> Oh, man, that is hilarious, fam. Oh, man, that shit was so wet. Oh, man, that's crazy. Um, Okay, uh, we're moving right along. Uh, Hayes, remember when you said you weren't as big on Craig signing, but he's proving you wrong? Well, no, go back to what I said. I didn't say that he wasn't going to contribute. I just said that I was looking more forward to Javon Carter. So if you're going to quote me, quote the whole thing. I said that I wasn't as high on it because I, in relation to Javon Carter, I was extremely high on the Javon Carter signing, but I knew Torrey Craig was going to come in and help the Bulls. I'll be, I won't lie. I didn't think it was going to be like this. I'm not going to lie. Torrey Craig is a, is a, is a tempo changer for the Chicago Bulls. Absolutely. You cannot take away from that, man. Uh, you're going to see Azura play tomorrow. He's a great defender. He hustles on the boards and loose balls. Uh, he just recorded 12 rebounds and is even able to slash his way to the basket sometimes. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. The only other person that gets to the rim better than Azura out of this rookie class is Dick. Dick gets to the rim. 
Dick to the rim. Like, he gets to the hole. Dick gets to the hole. Um, shout out to Grady Dick for playing, what, six minutes in this game today? Oh, man, that's funny. Uh, but let's see. Let's see what else we got. Um, Patrick Williams showed a little emotion and wasn't allowed to play again. Listen, when Pat did go down, he was starting to show some emotion. I agree with you. Like, he went down after he hit that three-pointer, right, and he was doing some rebounding. Um, but, hey, it is what it is there. Um, Chris Fleming coached better than Billy. He didn't, uh, keep in mind, Chris Fleming didn't start that winning streak. And the only thing that Chris Fleming did was he did manage the rotations better, but he didn't coach better. It was still Billy Donovan's scheme. Billy Donovan was still calling in on zoom to go through the playbook, to go through shoot around, to come up with the scheme. So I think sometimes we kind of overvalue, we, we forget what that really was, but it is what it is there. P. Will is better off the bench. No, there's nothing to actually support that. P. Will was not better off the bench. He just wasn't. He was the same. And that's why I always say with P. Will, it isn't about starting or coming off the bench. It's about mentality. Until P. Will un unlocks that mentality, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. A uh, great game, full of heart. Had to record a video. Uh, did I miss any post-game Petty Roosevelt? Uh, no, not really. I haven't. No, I mean, everything's good right now. Um, I've seen coaches that are stubborn, hard-headed, and just have tunnel vision. Billy is just any God. Damn. Shout out to the ether that you just dropped on that man's soul. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, Billy Donovan, like I always say, he, he's, he, he's not a terrible head coach, but that doesn't mean he's a bad coach for this team. And so it kind of is what it is there, man. I, I, I really want better for this team, but it is what it is. P. Willie needs Dwight to chase him around the court. If you get caught, you get the... <laughs> that, hey, look, it's funny. That's called a rim shot. That's Dwight Howard's official ringtone. Um, that's funny. That's hilarious. Uh, that is funny. That is really fucking funny, honestly. That is really funny. Um that's wild. Um, I don't even I I don't know how to re how to come back. Um from that uh, comment, it's still on the screen. It is still on the screen. We got to change it. Um, Hayes, what, what point in the season would you bench Pat? He's been slacking in the, in the streams, and you've been carrying him in the fourth quarter. Whoa, whoa. Hey, listen, don't, don't, don't do my homie Pat. The designer like that, that's my guy, man. But I will say Pat is going to be on vacation from Thursday this upcoming week till Tuesday the following week. Um, so we'll have some guest hosts on lock on locked on boys. I think we also have like three or four games over that time. So it's going to be interesting. Definitely going to be interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap the stream up, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, man. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. I got, I still got to do locked on bulls. We got tomorrow. I got a post game, uh, the daily episode, the pregame, the halftime hangout, the post game, Chicago bears central tomorrow. Um, yeah, we got a lot of episodes that we got to drop here, uh, over the next 24 hours. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Chicago bulls central guys. Make sure you guys are following the show. If you're not following, make sure you hit that subscribe button as well. You can follow us at, Bull Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related, thanks to you guys. And like we like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can, y'all. Peace. And uh, let's play the winning outro. Yeah, I haven't had to play this all season yet. It's only been two games. Peace, y'all. Love you guys. See you guys tomorrow, man. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.